And so I made an account for this podcast. It is on Instagram. It is called at the underscore after school underscore special. So if you want to check it out, follow, keep updates, or you just want to talk to me, if you just want to say something stupid, I mean, just say something. I don't really care. I just doing this thing, I guess, called trying to connect with people or quote unquote that, you know, I don't know. It's all weird, but I created an account. If you want to shoot a follow, go ahead and, you know, enjoy the podcast if you do that. Okay, so I guess, like, how's life? Haven't seen you in, like, what, a year? Yeah, a year. Really? Perhaps. Probably, yeah. Yeah. No, a lot has changed. Like, a lot, a lot. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm about to do another step in my life, apparently, graduating those you know shortly college <laughs> i'm graduating community college and now i'm just yay gonna float in space until i figure out well i'm gonna be floating in space for a year because i might be taking a gap year probably just to you know focus on what i want to do because man this year hasn't been very much productive year for i guess you know what i want to do so what are you trying to do are you trying to like get yeah, roles right now I mean, yeah, I just want to act more. That's really it. <laughs> I haven't been acting a lot. Part of it is because of pandemic. Well, yeah, majority of it is because of pandemic, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get more, because I haven't acted in a long time, and I want to get more acting jobs, because that's really not what I'm focusing on right now, but, like, I always enjoy doing that, so. Yeah. What, what were you in college for, like, previously, like, before <laughs> everything? Before I dropped but, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was doing, my major was hotel management and hospitality. Okay. So basically, like learning how to be nice to people and how to like run a restaurant and everything or run a hotel. All right. I wanted to be a flight attendant, so it didn't really. Oh, yeah. I remember that part. Like you wanted mm-hmm. to just, you know, vibe in the planes. Mm-hmm. I'll still do that probably, but that's not what I'm aiming for right now. What are you aiming for right now? Mm, well, <laughs> I mean, we're all young uh, and lost, so I guess that's something. Or I don't really anxiety. feel lost. I just feel like I want to do so much that I don't really like, it's hard to focus on one thing. Yeah. So I've been doing most recently what I've been doing the most is modeling I was going to guess that because I've seen some of your pics of modeling I'm like okay I guess she's out here modeling now (laughs) wait what did you see I mean just stuff that you posted like long ago Mm. yeah I have to like I have to get a modeling like Instagram account dedicated to that and then I want to go through an agency but I want to wait a little bit longer because I want to build my portfolio with different photographers just from around the area first. Uh, okay, so you out here flexing, doing modeling. And how's that? Like, how's, like, you getting paid good or are you just vibing out just like, here's pictures of me, yo? That's actually really good pay, so. <laughs> all right. Um, so I do, like, I'm also a social media manager. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do, like, I run different companies like Instagram accounts and Twitter accounts 
and Facebook and things like that. So that's super fun. So you're just out here being mainstream and just, you know, being the queen of shit right now. (laughs) I wouldn't say it like that, but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, you you sound pretty good. You sound... You you live in life and shit like and stuff like that, man. Just like wow, okay. Right now, like today, I'm yeah. trying to get my like camera settings uh, figured out so I can focus a little more on photography because my plan is okay. So Cam does wedding videography. Yeah. You know, so like he goes and he films weddings and makes little hype videos for your wedding. Mm. So what we plan to do is I become like a wedding photographer on the side and then he do the wedding videography and then we come as like a package deal for people to like buy our service at the same time and it'll be like cheaper than paying for two separate people like paying for a photographer and then paying for a videographer okay so that's what we plan to do so I have to like try to get good at photography so I can like actually uh, charge enough for doing weddings because I had two weddings booked and then COVID hit and both of those weddings got canceled and I didn't get to shoot either of them. Oof. That actually reminded me. I'm trying to. I'm not necessarily trying to look for. Oh, I am trying to look for a camera, but I'm not trying to look for a camera right now. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking for. I'm thinking about getting a camera for self-tapes because I don't want to do that through my laptop because that laptop ain't don't got the best camera quality nor my phone I mean my phone's all right but not like good camera quality so I'm trying to I'm thinking about like getting a camera where I can just like do some self-tapes so I can Mm -hmm. like save those and like send them if any like for auditions if any of them ask for you know a video of me I'm like okay bet here you go is a self-tape of me doing a scene or I mean they are doing a monologue here you go and it's like man yeah I had to get that and probably have to also get a mic so I can do like voice acting gigs as well I did a little voice acting thing <laughs> what'd you do I mean it wasn't I mean it was like for a podcast it was for you know a special history type thing it was for you know like <laughs> it was for a Montgomery bus boycott and they were like oh. yeah we, we're doing like a little history thing and we just want you to voice a character and I mean the character is an actual person Fred Gray who I believe actually lives in Montgomery and is running a law firm there so that's something you know that's really cool how did you get that job uh a friend a person sent me a casting call and I was like yo uh, this was at the time when I was down bad I was down bad emotionally (laughs) after some stuff happened where I was like dang bro you really just gonna leave me like that and (laughs) and, well yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I saw it and I was like yo this came at perfect timing. So I read it. Like, she sent it to me in the morning. 
and I sent my voice in the afternoon, like in the afternoon, like at night. And Friday, on the Friday, after I was in the bank and I saw, you know, casting list. And it, I was on the casting list. I was like, bet, this is great. And yeah, and they sent me some scripts where I, I didn't, voice acting is very, you know, it's different from actual, like acting on stage mm-hmm. or doing film. Because like, I don't really have to take the time, well, at least like for this gig, I didn't have to take the time to like memorize the lines. I mean, I did have to like focus on, you know, performing them, but I didn't have to like memorize them. I mean, they're like right in front of you and you just read them. So, <laughs> and I'm being directed through a Zoom <laughs> because, like, I have to get on a Zoom call. That and sounds like, so awkward. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of is, especially like when you ha- sometimes have noise in the background or someone's like AO chasing. I'm like, I'm, I'm working right now. Mm-hmm. That's and, why I'm in the car. I told everybody, I told my family not to bother me. Like, <laughs> oh, you, oh, you're in the car right now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, that's probably way better spot. Yeah, I have like six people that live with me, and it, it's just not a quiet environment. So I'm gonna go out in the car. That's probably yeah, that's a good idea. But yeah, I'm just like recording, and then they're like, okay, we like that, but now you gotta like say it different, just in case mm-hmm. the other actor says it differently. Because this another thing is, I'm not working with any of the other actors that are involved. I'm just with the producers and the one of the producers uh, is just reading you know lines to me and I'm just like yeah and I say it this way and then they threw this surprise one at me where I was like oh bet make it spicy a surprise and you know I say it and they're like okay lower the intensity and I'm like lowering the intensity okay bet and I do it and they're like great and I got paid for it a bit I got, I got like paid and it wasn't like a great pay. It wasn't like fantastic, but you know, I got paid and mm-hmm. it was good and it was decent. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. And hopefully, you know, I can do more stuff like that because I've been really missing out on the acting, man. Like because of this pandemic, yeah. I've only been acting like very little bit. I only acted uh, probably like once or twice so. Like a couple times, but I wouldn't count the one we're doing right now because we're not really playing. Like uh, we were doing a documentary. Probably listeners, like some of the listeners, know about the documentary. But it's like it's not. I didn't. I don't really act. I'm more just you're just telling what's going on. You know. The last time I did, I did that short film with you one time. Ooh, no, don't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that was yeah. the worst. worst <laughs> not. I was. And I was oh. the love interest. No, stop. Ah. Ah. <laughs> okay. No, no let me I'm talk. not going to say. I'm, I don't hey, want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm not going to say what happened about that part. Let me just, let me me just do Since but, you mentioned no, it, I'm just going to do <laughs> I am going to. I'm only going to say that about your phone. Okay. Oh, man. I'm not the gonna, other thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, I could I'm planning on just like doing like a quick little thing where it's like I tried to I'm just gonna say it, I tried to do something that I had no business doing. Look at that. <laughs> Mainly no, but you we we like in the scene like fell in the water or whatever. Oh jeez. You had your phone in your back pocket. 
Oh, oh my phone, God. Bro. That reminded me. <laughs> Holy crap. That reminds me of a whole nother story. What? Oh man, my phone got busted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a new phone. I know. <laughs> and like, okay, after we filmed it, right? I noticed my phone was kind of acting strange. But I thought that was like... That's because you fell on it in the creek. Yeah, but I thought it would be temporary, right? You know, it was like, okay, a little mess up. It'll be fine the next day, you know? Did you put it in, like, rice or anything? I I did, but here's what happened, right? You know, uh, the charging charging hole uh, Mm -hmm. that where you, yeah, you put the charger in. Rice got in it. <laughs> so I couldn't fully charge it because the rice in it was like blocking it. So I'm like, I did what the manual said. I I put rice, and that was my no. downfall. <laughs> but I mean, you could have taken it to somebody to get the rice out. Probably. I mean, I did. I think I remember did taking it. So and they're like, yeah, man, it's a goner. Yeah. I'm like, dang. I remember when Trey broke my phone in half. Sorry. Like what? Do you remember that? Like my senior year? You broke your phone in half? No, this kid broke my phone in half. Oh, I don't remember that. What happened? I I, I wasn't there in senior year. I was in college, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, I was in like the band room and this kid came in and he was talking about like how angry he was and like how he had had such a bad day. And I had a Samsung, you know, so you can drop them or throw them around or do whatever you want to them and they just won't break. But you like drop an iPhone like a foot off the ground and they'll shatter. (laughs) So I was like, I knew that I was getting a new phone the next day, you know? So I was like, okay, you can throw my phone if you want. And he goes, okay. And he throws my phone and it's fine. It didn't break. And when he was going to hand it back to me, instead of handing it back to me, he like took it back and just broke it in half. Oh. And I was like, excuse me? I didn't give you permission to do that part. But, and then, do what? I was willing to bet you were so chill because you're oddly chill about like a lot of like stuff that would just happen. Like, I mean, my dad got really mad though. Wait, what? And he was, my dad got mad. And he was like, this kid better pay me like at least $200 to to get a new phone or like to replace that phone or whatever. And I was like, no, I I gave my dad 200 bucks. Cause this kid, I know he cannot afford that. Cause like he was already struggling with a lot of things. And I was like, I did not want to put that on him. Cause, It was just, it was a weird situation. Yeah. And then I didn't have a phone for seven months of my senior year. (laughs) Mm, mm, Yes. What? I'm just, I'm just listening. And (laughs) yes, this is very interesting. And how was prom for you? Did you even do prom? Yeah. How was prom during COVID? Explain that. I heard, you know, prom was interesting. Yeah, so the school canceled, like, their prom. So we made our own, uh, the four girls, you know. We, you know, the Mimosa Manor 
uh, yeah, where you guys had it, yeah. Yeah, that like big White House in Bravo. Oh, yeah. Um, so we got that way, we were able to get that venue for free because Laura like knows the owner. So we were like, okay, cool. We have a really great venue to do prom at. And we did it there. We like set up a bunch of lights and we like, the, the theme that we thought of was like Southern Nights or something. So we like needed a bunch of mason jars, but we wanted to keep our budget really low. And we were like, we can't afford these mason jars. Like, what do we do? And then I'm driving home one day. And then on the side of the road, there's literally like 200 mason jars just sitting. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll take those. And so we had like fairy lights in mason jars and stuff like that. And we built a stage out of like pallets and it was really fun. It went really well. All right. Okay. The thing went totally fine. All right. Not to, there was a little bit of drama, but <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, I heard some drama, but you know, I guess that's life, you know. So much drama going down. Yeah, I just no, nobody even cares about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, and I just I don't know. I'm just feel like going back to when I I kind of like how I remember how I first met you. And that was like during a remember <laughs> the day that I met you, the ride gig. Yeah. And I was just trying to listen. It was like a Christmas. It was like it wasn't on Christmas, but it was like I remember it was during December. I remember you just walked up and you have you know leather jacket and stuff. I was like, okay, cool. And we just talked. You remember what I was wearing? I don't even remember that. I just remember because it was very like. I don't know how you dressed. It was, I've never seen anyone, at least around here, dressed like that before. And maybe that because I don't really go out that much. I'm just <laughs> in my own universe. So when someone dresses like that, to me, it's like, okay, you're new. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like, I think that's when I met Blaine too. Oh, yeah. You know? I had already, like, I think I already met Michael before, and then that's when I met you, and I met Blaine. Yeah, I know. I don't even know why I was there. Why were you there? Oh, I was going to ask you that shit. I um, have no idea. I think, <laughs> I think I think you were just there because you heard of us, like, the Probably. ride. You heard of I them? think I did. Yeah. I had, like, heard... heard... Sorry. <laughs> I'm just listening to you. I was just, like somebody or somebody told me that somebody had a gig down there and I was like okay I'll pull up and then it was just that <laughs> and like we were the only two people there oh no I believe uh, wait Hunter showed up and I believe Audrey and Marley was there like both of them oh yeah they showed up a little bit later when it got colder yeah man because I remember Michael had, like, that blue glittery blanket around him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he was, like, cold and he was, like, miserable. I don't know. Sometimes I miss those times because it was just like, man, everything was so simple. You go to mm -hmm. school. And after that, on the weekend, I show up and hang out with the boys. And now I'm thinking about my purpose and what I need to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I miss it. I just yeah. want to hang 
everybody again and nobody even talks to each other anymore I don't know I mean man I went through I mean I already texted you I went through like a whole dilemma this week of just thinking about what I need to do man Mm -hmm. I mean I just completely ignored that text I'm so sorry oh yeah I know (laughs) it's all good (laughs) (laughs) like I read it but then I was like well, I'm about to go on a podcast with him, so I can talk about it then. Well, I mean, I guess what questions you got or whatever. Wait, can I, like, can I... Read it back. The... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, go ahead and read it back. Okay. I was just, I was just texting back because... <laughs> oh, you want me to read it out loud? Oh, no, I mean, if you want. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't really think you need to. I'll just <laughs> talk. Well, I'll just talk while you, you know, until you got something. But I was just, um, I was thinking back to my week and I was, I was, you ever just wake up and you're just like, man, well, you might not, but I'm just like, I've just been waking up and not really feel like I'm doing anything yet. And I mean, I talk to different people and I feel almost like I'm putting myself just through this thing of just I don't know like I'm thinking what is there really life outside of just doing your job and like focusing on like making a career because that's really what I'm like focused on but I mean if I look at the facts there's nothing I'm really doing right now because you know pandemic and really just there's no opportunities so I'm just vibing out doing my thing but as like I just I guess the main problem is I feel like I'm just not doing enough and I'm not feeling I'm I'm doing enough to I guess live that happy life or mm-hmm. whatever that means for me I just I sound so I sound like high school <laughs> me lost and confused yeah <laughs> I'm right back to where I started and that's that's a bummer go out and get acting gigs for yourself I mean yeah yeah I mean there's always this uh, there's gonna be a thing Mm -hmm. going down uh, there's gonna be this audition it's not like an actual it's it's gonna be a community thing that uh, that's gonna be opening up probably around next month so I might check that out what is it um this is uh, one play that uh, last year a director talked to me. He was like, yo, you should totally audition for this play that I'm going to be doing next year if, you know, the pandemic allows it. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if he's still directing it, but I'm still going to audition because, you know, I just want to do that. But, you know, that's going to be something. And I feel... I feel I just don't really have much confidence in what's going on. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like in most careers, and in, I don't know, it seems like it, I, I just sometimes want a straight line. Like, I just want something that's, like, certain. I'm like, I know what I want. I know what path I need to take. But I, I feel like this is almost like a, a life thing where 
it's almost like you either can never really be certain like the facts can never really be like okay here's a 100 chance you're going to get this or you know this is what's going to happen it feels almost everything's by chance and confidence is just you kind of like holding out this hope for yourself which i'm I, sometimes i'm not really a hopeful guy i mean not like towards uh like I'm hopeful for you I'm hopeful for others but I'm never hopeful for myself because I'm always just like I don't know I can I just sometimes never see myself you know deserving you know that kind of I guess good or you definitely are like like I know I've known you for a while I know that you're talented but I also know that uh well, I just, I'd never seen the business side of you, you know? Yeah. So I don't know your work ethic, and I don't know if you, like, go out and do stuff for yourself. Like, you have to market yourself. You have to get your headshots updated all the time, <laughs> like, once a year. Actually, you have I was going to gonna ask you <laughs> about... What? I was always, I was always thinking about asking you, because since uh, you're you're a photographer, you're a bit of a photographer. I was like, you know what? I should ask Jasmine for just a head, do a headshot one day. I think you asked me before, and I said yes, and then that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> like we just never, never, oh, like God. got back together about it. Maybe I got lost with college, and I was like, oh, got swindled up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once I figure out my new camera, I will, I will definitely do your headshots for you. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing that, and oh, I feel like I talk about theater too much, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's very largely my identity at this point. Like there was a time where I just sat down, I was like, you know what, this, because I just been. I've been, you know me, I'm very sucky at socializing. (laughs) I'm very sucky at just being that guy that just goes out and be normal. So I'm just like, you know what, man? There's nothing left for me out there, man. I'm just gonna go ahead and focus on theater and just do that. But now I'm doing that and it's like, you know, maybe I, not necessarily, I don't feel like I can just go out and be normal, but I feel like, I guess it's like, what's better than I guess being yourself? But then it's like, motherfucker, what is me? (laughs) I mean, I know, I guess I know sort of what's me, but at the same time, I feel, I do a lot of thinking and less of doing. I'm like Hamlet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Even though that's like a large assumption, it's like, okay, so, you know, your uncle is going to kill your dad and stuff like that, but it's, it's not like that, but it's just, I remember uh, I had to read Hamlet because of world literature um, as for exams that I got uh, Tuesday, and while I'm reading, I'm just like, man, this guy does a lot of thinking and less of just doing, like, some of those characters just be talking a lot, and I'm just like, bro, let's just get to the part where you kill Laertes or something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, you know what? That's me. You do a lot of thinking and not a lot of doing. I'm just like, bro. And go do it. Yeah, I mean. The talent industry is all about building connections. It's about who you know. And it's about 
how you know them and it's about putting yourself out there and it's it's hard work to market i am most of the jobs that i'm doing right now are marketing jobs so honestly i'm i, sh- I, I should turn this over to you because i don't want it to be all about me but it's just like how's that <laughs> feeling for you just like working and all that it's really it's really fun so like mostly um so like i'm a shibari artist now and then also i mostly like am a lingerie model so my like i was with at church with abigail and the priest came up to me and he goes jazz so like what are you doing nowadays like what's what do you do for a living or whatever and i'm just like oh I'm definitely not a lingerie model. I'm definitely not a safari artist. Um, oops. What's a safari? What's uh? Do boudoir. What? 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 If I'm pronouncing it right, what's a safari artist? Mm. (laughs) What's what's that? Um. So. It. it, All right. Hear me out. (laughs) I'm hearing you. I'm staying silent. It is the Japanese art of rope bondage. <laughs> okay, so, man. you doing so that? Good. That's great. That's great. Supportive. <laughs> Love it. Love to see it, Queen. <laughs> no, I'm not even. I'm. That's the thing. I'm not even into that. It's just like art. Well, I don't even do that. I just. You're okay, doing you know it for boudoir? money, it's, or it's just a gig, you know? Do you know what boudoir photography is? No. Uh, it's like, okay, so it's like women's empowerment photography. Yeah. And so it's basically, it's usually older women, it's usually plus size women who go out and go to boudoir photographers to take pictures of them like in lingerie and it just makes them feel empowered you know it makes them feel good about themselves to have pictures like that of them you know and it's super expensive and it's a super luxury experience and i personally did not know this existed until this year but um a lot of the women are into some stuff (laughs) okay and so you know I all I do is I just show up with my rope and I tie some pretty little knots that you learn in Boy Scouts and I leave <laughs> and they get paid like thousands of dollars so. okay all right all it right. is a, it's really it's 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 weird <laughs> but I mean you getting yeah. that money man I, I support it <laughs> yeah I, I really I never thought I would be doing that, but it's okay. You are a very adventurous type. You're very you're, you're very open because I feel me. It's not it's not that I'm not open. It's just like I don't know. I feel like there's some moments where I'm just like I know what I'm gonna do and I know what I'm not gonna do. And mm-hmm. I guess I just I sometimes set limits for myself, but sometimes like. Not like career-wise, you know, not career-wise, but more emotional-wise of just, you know, like... I don't think I could ever set limits for myself because I just, I could not care less about what other people think about what I'm doing. 
and I just I'm living for myself and God and that's it and I'm not I'm not gonna like hold back on what I want to do because I'm scared that other people are not gonna like it you know yeah I just think that's a dumb way to live your life I think you only get a certain amount of time here and I want to have fun with my time here in a safe way (laughs) oh yeah me I just limit myself because I low-key hate myself but uh Oh, don't, don't hate yourself, please. Not like, not, not like that. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I, I think, like, I mean, this is mainly emotionally. Like, career-wise, I'm left. Like, I'll act. I'll do whatever. But it's like, emotionally, it's just like, uh, looking back, just like, okay, the reason I just prevent myself from doing, like, from, like, going out or doing this, because, like, it's just, again, it's just this feeling of, well, I'm not like this person or, like, you know, you or other people. So I was like, I'm just bad at this. I can't really do it like, you know, everyone else. So I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. But I guess there also could be a thing where it's like, maybe you could do it, but it's just, it's going to be different. You know, there's there's one chick (laughs) who... I, I don't know, I might, well, uh, this one woman who, uh, I might bring her in the pod one day, if she, maybe, but it's like, she was talking to me, and we talked about a whole bunch of stuff, very deep stuff, and I'm like, wow, I'm glad to talk to you about deep stuff, man, and she was talking about how, like, embracing yourself, embracing your identity, and stuff like that, and I'm like, wow, man, I mean, I don't think I'm really focused on I think maybe that might be the key or something like that, but sometimes looking back, I don't really embrace myself, but I'm more of like just thinking about how I could change things, like how I could uh, do do something different or how could I, um, you know, make my life, you know, more exciting or at least, you know, more happy when I wake up. And it's like, yeah, I'm thinking more of the future, but I'm I'm thinking of more what I could instead of like what's now. I'm like, maybe that's my problem. I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking. Well, what if you think about what's in the future and then what you can do now to get there? Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. I mean, I feel like just sometimes, but then I feel like I'll be thinking of just all these possible reasons. Like, yeah, that could be a reason. But sometimes I'm also thinking that, you know, this goes back to this one counselor who was saying, you know, uh, she was talking to me one day and she was like, you know, sometimes I, like I stretched so far to the sky that I forgot, like I leave, like I don't have my foot in the ground. Something mm-hmm. like that. She was mentioning that. And I guess that was like some sort of thing. I'm just saying that I'm, you ever been like so idealist to the point where it's not even becoming realistic? And it's like you're stretching beyond your limits for now. And sometimes I just be thinking that it's like, I don't necessarily think that, oh yeah, we have limits and we know we have to live by those limits for the rest of our lives. But it's more of like we have limits for the present, but each day we work those limits kind of, you know, like they go a little farther where it's like, yeah, yesterday you couldn't do that. But now since you did something and you did some work or whatever, 
now it's like okay maybe you can do that to an extent mm-hmm. and I'll just be thinking of it that way I'm like hmm maybe maybe that's the thing maybe I don't know it's just again it's just I don't really know the answers but I guess it's best to do something than do nothing <laughs> I guess oh my gosh yeah Hi. look uh, my neighbor just pulled in to his oh. driveway the cop <laughs> oh yeah you know, the cop that arrested me that happens to be my next door neighbor. Okay, Noah, since you mentioned that, you want to talk about that? <laughs> it's really funny. Like, people, like, I'll see someone it's from such school. It's a small world, you know? Yeah, I'll see someone from school and I'll be like, hi, like, haven't seen you in a while. And they'll be like, hi, saw your mugshot. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whoa, there's a mugshot of you? Like, I mean, yeah, I got arrested. So. Uh, oh, okay. You know what? I'll let you tell that story. You can, you, you got the story. <laughs> um, no, I was just in the car with somebody who had weed and I just, I just got arrested for possession. But I was like, I, when I went to court or whatever, I was like, hi judge. Like I've never touched drugs in my life. I've never smoked. I've never like, I don't drink. I don't do any of this stuff. Yes. And with my, I like showing off my little cross necklace, you know, and he's oh. like, okay, um, I believe you. And then he was like, case dismissed or whatever. And so I didn't get, any, I didn't get punished at all. So that was cool. Wow. You really flex it. You really flex <laughs> What's that cross, yo? Yeah. <laughs> Can you send me your mugshot? Oh my gosh. Okay. It looks really bad. I mean, did you <laughs> smile though? Did you smile? <laughs> No, I was, I was fine. Like, I knew the whole time that, like, I wasn't going to get in any trouble. So I was just having small talk with all the cops and talking about random stuff. <laughs> okay, okay, that confidence, okay. And, like, okay, but the only thing is the cop car, like, they handcuff you behind your back. Wow. And then they make you sit down in this in the back of the cruiser and it's so uncomfortable that's my only complaint because <laughs> you're like you're sitting in the car seat like with your hands behind your back you can't lean back and relax. <laughs> oh all right all right oh, also when i got to jail one of the inmates asked me what are you in for and i felt like um like oh my gosh this is what you've watched in all the movies. Yeah. I was like, this is insane. Did I really just get asked that? <laughs> um, and then I left and I went home and slept. Yeah. You went home, <laughs> you slept, and you, you know, you made it through. Wow, though, that's just so amazing. And that like right before I moved in with Cam. All right. And um, if you don't mind me asking, I mean, you don't have to answer this, but how did your parents like react? Oh, man. (laughs) Um, So they knew probably, okay. So I am, me and everyone I know is 99% sure that my dad is the one who got me arrested 
or who got Cam arrested or whatever. Oh, Oops, they just are you dropped. sure you don't want me saying this like right now, like on the pod? This will be posted. You want, you sure you want to say this? You, I mean, you feel comfortable now? Yeah. Okay then, <laughs> go ahead. Let's let's get it. Uh, <laughs> my dad has a lot of connections with the police and everything, and so I'm just. Our best guess is that he did this so that he could call me out for it and then okay let me explain to you when I went home my dad was like you got arrested and I was like I know and he was like okay this is this is Cam's fault like this is just this is getting too out of hand he's a bad person he's a bad influence we don't like him you have to choose between him or us. Um, like, you have to choose between Cam or your family. And I said, okay, bye. <laughs> because my parents, here's my mugshot, by the way, I'm sending it to you. All right. <laughs> I got it. I'm about to see. I'm about to see. Oh, my gosh. Fam. oh my gosh so (laughs) so they didn't so so that happened right and you know how like psycho my parents are and how controlling they are and everything I'm sure so what we think happened is my dad got me arrested so that way he could give me the ultimatum of choose between him like the like cam or my family because he said you can't be with cam and also be a part of this family and i was like okay so we think that they gave me the ultimatum and they knew that i was going to choose cam they wanted me to choose cam so that way I would go live with Cam and it would not work out because that never works out, right? Living with moving in with your boyfriend at 18, like, you know, that's I mean, just not Yeah, it does good. sound like a setup. Yeah. So they thought that I was gonna like crash and burn over at Cam's house and then have to come have to come back to them. And then I wouldn't be able to leave ever again. So yeah, they just waiting for you right now, huh? How, how long you been living with your boyfriend? Like six months. Six months. All right. Mm-hmm. Ish. Um, it's going well. There's no crashing. There's no burning. Um, so I'm just I'm really excited for my parents to learn that their plans failed. That's funny. <laughs> oh man. I'm not I'm I'm not trying to be mean but like we're talking about the people like my mom or who drugged me for like two years oh, and oh, dad oh. who abused me my whole life so <laughs> all right yeah I don't know if that was ever like remember like around the time that you first met me and I literally looked like a corpse and I would just, I was so pale and I couldn't, I was so weak. I lost all my muscle mass and I was sleeping all the time. I don't 
remember you looking like necessarily pale, but that's because it's been so long ago. So well, I looked gross, <laughs> <laughs> but that's because my mom was sneaking me drugs to make me weak, so that way she could have control over me. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. it's very cool. Oh no, it's really okay. Like I'm healthy now. I'm still very weak because I haven't gained back any muscle mass yet. Um, and I'm completely able to. I'm just lazy. <laughs> so I need to get on that, but. Wow, okay. That's a, that's a lot of information. All right. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just sitting on that. I'm just like, okay. All right. What are your thoughts, Jason? <laughs> well, my first, first thought was like, just, you know, like, damn just all this is just damn i mean i just don't really have too much thoughts because i'm just like i mean i don't want to really say anything because i'm just like what is there to say just this pretty fucked up situation man Mm. and you know i'm out of it so like everything's so good now yeah you know and i didn't really think it was bad back then um because I just, I could not get it through my head that people like that existed in real life. You know? Because, like, you know that movie or show, or I don't really know what it was. I think it was on Netflix. Uh, like, Gypsy Rose. No, but continue. So uh, there's this, like, psychological disease, I guess, called, like, I think it's Mutthausen's or something. Have you heard of that? Sounds familiar. And it's where parents will drug their children or disable their children so that they can gain control over them. Like, not just my mom. Like, this is, like, a thing. (laughs) And they made a whole show about it and about this girl named Gypsy Rose who her mom disabled her her whole life to have control. I think I know what you're talking about now. I think it came... I think I heard of it. I, I haven't watched it, but I heard of it. She was, like, in a wheelchair and everything. And, no, she was perfectly healthy. But her mom was making her not healthy. Um, in that story, the daughter actually ended up murdering the mom. So, it's not definitely not the same. I'm not going to do that ever. But, <laughs> she was, I don't know. I feel like she was a lot worse off than I was. I think she was played by Joey King. Yeah. That girl from the kissing booth. Yeah, yeah, on Hulu, yeah. Yeah, man. This is crazy shit. This is going down. And. But it's always like that. <laughs> I mean, not with me. My life, I mean. Oh man, I don't want to say that because now it's like, well, your life was shitty. Well, my life is quiet. No, no. <laughs> I don't want to be sound like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I mean, that again, that's probably just because I'm just fucking. When people start talking about, oh, I'm built different, you know, that's actually <laughs> something. They might be built. We're all built different. <laughs> And with me, for my, most of my life, or not all life, my, not my entire life, but just at this point in time, it's not really about, oh, 
it's not really drama filled because I'm pretty sure I kicked everyone out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I learned at one point in time that I was just like, you know what, man? I don't have to deal with this shit. I don't have to deal with anything. I can mm-hmm. simply just walk out right now. And that's how <laughs> I learned the game. I don't have to put up with anything. I Like, if there's drama, bet I can mute you right now and just go on about my day. Or if you're face-to-face with me, I can just walk away. And yeah, you'll follow me, but once I get in my car, <laughs> I'm out. like all problems can't be solved with a simple block button or a simple walking away you don't have to let anybody take up your time yeah man you really don't and that's what I kind of learned well okay the drama there was no really drama but it was more of just this person after god whoa what was that oh my throat (laughs) was being weird Ah, but it was um after a <laughs> thing that happened with me and this one person it's just this person really like nothing against them but they really just wrapped my mind up uh, I was just like constantly just like thinking and thinking how it was my fault and then like seeing them would then remind me of what would happen I was like man this is just bad this is really bad for real so I really did just push them out of my life, right? My life got 10 times better. And it's not because of their existence was a problem. Well, yes, their existence was a problem, but only for the time being. <laughs> mm-hmm. And But don't worry, I brought them back in. I was like, hey, you don't bring me Vietnam flashbacks anymore. You're good to go. We can wow. talk again. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's how I kicked somebody out of my life for like a month or two. I hate like I hate blocking people and I I hate like cutting people out of my life. I, I don't know why. I just really hate it. And I've only ever had to do that like three times maybe. Like my family and then two boys that um I was kind of really forced to block. So, you you know, you know one of them. But, oh really? You want to text yeah. me one? I I feel like I know one, but like, I'll text you. And I didn't want to block either of those guys, you know. Like I was just re- I was really kind of forced to, and oh, I like I miss him, and I. <laughs> well, I didn't guess him, but. I should have known it was gonna be him. Who, wait, who was your guess? Uh, let me text it to you, but you can continue talking. I like, yeah, I didn't want to, like they were my friends and I missed them. And no, not him, I'm still friends with him. <laughs> yeah, he, he never did anything wrong to me, so. Um, but the guy that I just texted you, I had to block him and I had to like cut him off because that is what the police told me to do. And um, I don't feel like disobeying the police. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, 
yeah but but those guys like I know that they like I know that they did wrong towards me but I mean I forgive them <laughs> like it's everybody everybody does wrong you know yeah. and I do miss them and I do wish them the best in life and I just I don't know where either of them are at now which is kind of sad but I mean they're in the area mm-hmm. yeah I mean I know they both still live in Prattville but so how was your week <laughs> did you do any you know did you take any photos did you vibe out in the atmosphere did you relax did you think about life like me and your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing and if that is even possible but <laughs> uh yeah i had uh i had a photo shoot and what else did i do um I th- oh i had two photo shoots actually and well one of them wasn't mine one of them i was just assisting on the job so yeah like i wasn't the model i was just there to kind of curate and make, every- make sure everything went smoothly that kind of thing uh i, I didn't really do much this week honestly <laughs> me neither instead of you know, well, besides thinking, you know, I was doing college stuff and, you know, practicing juggling because I've, I've had juggling equipment or I, not my personal ones, but ones I've borrowed for since November. And I haven't even touched them because I just weren't wasn't motivated, even though I'm going to have to return them like next week because it's about to be over. Everything. I yeah, feel, I, I feel kind of almost scared in a way not to juggle but not to juggle but (laughs) life without school because think about like most of my life has been school Mm -hmm. and that's where my brain was always focused on doing the work folks on school i'm not going to go out my friends i got work to do and now since school is gone for a time being, maybe, who knows, maybe in the midsummer I might regret it and just instantly rep- uh, apply to some school and hope to God that a scholarship comes my way, right? But let's mm-hmm. say for right now, I'm taking a gap year, right? And, right? <laughs> and you have nothing to do. <laughs> well, not necessarily nothing to do, but it's more just, well, yeah, part of it is like maybe the possibility of nothing to do. Or you maybe. think you have nothing to do. But you have plenty to do and just just aren't used to focusing on that. Probably that, yeah. Just like there's plenty to do I could do. Mm-hmm. You know. I uh, love not being in school. I I was scared too. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm because you know, when I got like disowned by my parents, they stopped paying for my college and I cannot afford Auburn on my own without student loans and I did not want to take out student loans. Oh yeah, um, those student loans. Yeah. Man. But unfortunately, I, yeah. I am you know, I like not being in school way better and I'm way I'm making way more money now than I would have as a flight attendant. So so like it didn't even matter 
also to be a flight attendant you don't even need college so I was going kind of just to go <laughs> I feel like sometimes that's how we all kind of do it because you know, well not everyone but you know we've always just been told hey after this either you're going to the military or college or the, the workforce or train yeah yeah I'm in like, none of those things I mean, some people suggest that. Some people were like, man, Chase, you might be pretty good for military. But I'm like, man, that's not where my heart is. I feel like, I know, I could never see you in the military. I, it's just, I'm that's so sorry. Not, I mean, no, no, it's honesty. Like, my personality is like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I would have to be a certain mindset to, like... Mm-hmm. I feel like for me is like the only way I would see myself going to the military is either I'm that down bad or <laughs> I just feel like adventuring to something new. That's really it. <laughs> I feel like there's other ways to do that without going into the military. I mean, because like mean, my job, I travel all, all over the country. So. Wait. What, okay, tell me some of the spots you traveled at. What's some, what's some of the spots you uh, traveled? Uh, well, most recently we went to Vegas. So I did a shoot there. And that was a really, really fun shoot. And we also just vacationed. So <laughs> we had a great time. We went to the Grand Canyon and we went to like everywhere in Vegas. Okay. That's that's. That's honestly nice. You guys are out here just living the life, going to new places, doing. My life. next shoot is May twenty fourth, or no, April twenty fourth. Sorry, that's this month. I gotta go to Tampa. Oh, for a shoot. Yep. Okay. Man. Damn. Okay. I see. I really see. <laughs> And then this summer, I'm going to San Francisco. So that'll be super fun. Okay. Dang, girl. Okay. I'm I'm happy for you. You out here doing oh, your thing. Oh, thank you. You're, you're coming <laughs> up. You're doing all this awesome stuff. I'm very happy for you. Oh. Very <laughs> awesome to hear. Okay. Bet. Okay, I think I'm gonna end it here because I don't know. Okay. This seems like a nice place to end it. So yeah, yeah. ending it. Okay.